Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. You know, there's advantages to living smack dab in the middle of uh, Midwest America, i.e. Chicago, where I'm located. You can look forward to the seasons every year changing, you know, between spring and summer and summer and autumn and all that other good stuff. But, you know, it's February, and I have hit my limit of the winter season in the Midwest. You know, we had a dose of snow today, and it's expected to get another 4 to 12 inches in the next couple days. And, of course, the kids love it because they get out of school, but us old people that (laughs) have cricky bones just aren't so much in it. So, you know, it's this time in February where we start getting depressed and it's kind of dreary outside, and for the most part we all stay in our houses and just take care of the essentials to go out and we get kind of claustrophobic. It's too cold, and the sun never shines much on a daily basis. So I thought it would be a perfect time to do this series that I've been calling Soulful Songwriters. It's the tail end of the wintertime in the Midwest, and hopefully we won't have too many more snowy storms coming our way. But I thought it would be a good diversion from the glumness outside our windows and to let us know that music is bringing spring in and it's just around the corner. So it's a good diversion. And if, if you've been paying attention for the last couple of weeks, I've had on several different kind of genres because music is one of those things that touches everywhere, everyone in such a personal way, and everybody has their own taste. As you know, last week I did Mike Kimbaugh and he's, a country soul twang, and this week I have a different kind of artist. Her name is Uli, and she's a German-born musician who presently resides in Chicago, and she describes her music as progressive folk. So I'm going to put and I'm going to cut put in a cut right now from her latest debut CD. It's called Without Reason. Take a listen. This is called See the Possibilities. And we'll talk to Uli on the other side. I want her to tell us what progressive folk actually means in her own words. Well, Bye. 
The other two were men, but you seem to have and add this feminine intuition that that just grabs you from the beginning. How do you see that applying in your own songwriting? Well, um, I think all of the elements that you just mentioned, creativity, empathic sensing, and spirituality, apply to my songwriting. And I believe they kind of are interrelated concepts that in some ways inform each other or like dimension of somewhat the same thing. Even though I think if I would need to choose which one is dominant, I probably would go for spirituality, which for me really means, um, and it's kind of entangled with the creative process because being creative and being spiritual is somewhat, to me, somewhat the same thing. And to me it means to be open and aware, being observant of myself, but also of others and the world. And in order to bring my creativity to fruition, I tend to empathize with people. Um, I try to walk in their shoes as much as I can and understand their fundamental space. And that is how I um, also, how I experience the world, but also how they experience the world is very important to me. And I think it's also kind of this interaction between ourselves and the other and we can tap that way into the creative energy um, which then is really a transcending force and in some ways that all is what I call spirituality and for for example to me in some ways everything is spiritual I mean for example the song What Does It Mean which is on the CD is a song that I wrote um, and that's about human connections and um, in some ways, human connection as a spiritual entity. And I think my music um, gives space to make those kind of connections, and um, the connection through my music to the people is very important. And, um, for example, I mean, in some ways, each time we open our eyes, we open ourselves up to... Uh, the possibility to see. We can we see ourselves, we see the world, we see the other, and different pictures are going in, and we construct a narrative that we want to create about the human connection and the possibilities. And, I mean, sometimes you may say, what does this mean, or is connecting enough? And I think from that, actually, the next step ultimately is to take an initiative and to take some kind of action. And um, in, in, in my song, I try, or in my songs in general, I try to capture stories about the many possibilities in life and the various kinds of human connections that we can make. And this is actually what inspired me to write the song, See the Possibilities. It's about imagining, thinking completely outside the box, what's possible? Well, maybe maybe right now I walk on this earth, but maybe tomorrow I can walk on the moon. Or maybe I can be in a completely different space. I will not limit myself. And um, I think um, that um, there, there are so many times we, we think, oh, I can't do that. And But really we don't know what we can do until... We try it. Your songs 
if you listen closely, like the one C, the possibilities, it takes the listener from point A to point B, like you said, thinking outside of the box. I'm always striving to people, Uli, to get in touch with their own innate intuitive sense. Is it something that you came into when you were younger or did it really start flourishing when you started writing? I think people get very confused that you awaken at a certain time and then you have to catch up or they don't think it's even possible at our age. Well, um, I would say looking back on my life, I think there has probably always been some kind of intuition, um, but it's grown and it's kind of gone into into many, many different directions. And um, even though, I mean, I give one example, even though I was intuitive about certain things, I love music from being a very small child, but my family, for, for instance, they're all self-taught musicians. So it's very normal to them. And they don't, my father, for example, and my grandfather, they don't even, they just do it. But for them, it's nothing special. So I kind of grew up with uh, with a kind of, uh, um, there, there was not, it was not something special or anything. So I had to actually overcome a number of barriers to really kind of say like, no, I'm 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 going to do this because I'm kind of sensing that I I love this. Nobody, there was not much encouragement. And in some ways, looking back, I think sometimes that's also a good thing because you you do something because you want to do it, and not because someone else forces you to do something. Um, and and I believe one, oh, sorry. I, no, I ahead. believe it's never it's it's never too late to to um start something something new. I mean, I just recently um talked to someone who thought she was too old to start the keyboard because she was beyond 40 and oh. um I told her I said no, it's never too late. Um I actually um always I, I picked up the guitar when I was 12, but I always wanted, was drawn to the piano, and I played the piano when I had a chance, but really I got into it much more uh, the last five years and uh, because I myself had a barrier that probably I might be too old to really do something with it. And uh, I really uh, don't believe that anymore. I think at any moment in time, if, you, if, if one wants to put their energy to something and is motivated, um, I think we, it's important to listen to that voice. It's a catch-22, isn't it? I mean, when you're writing, in my case, or writing songs in your case, the wisdom that we learn as we grow older is so reflective in our creativity, but yet, you know, the wisdom at our age is not necessarily admired so kudos to you for telling this lady who obviously has a calling inside herself to do what she wants to do with the keyboard. So that brings me to the next question, is what inspires you to do and grow as an artist like this lady wants to do the keyboard? What inspires you to keep growing? 
Well, um, there are actually I, f- I find inspiration in in a in a lot of different ways. It's almost I think there's inspiration everywhere. Um, um, you just start seeing it more and more as more as as you explore and as you live with um, with your creative energy and as you get to know the creative energy, you see all kinds of inspiration. I mean, you can you can be sitting at home and um, just looking out of the window and seeing something or something that that you walk down the street and you see a person and um i think there is inspiration truly in 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 everything um but it it has it is this the mindset of like being being observant and um i think it's also important to value every moment or even like with the interaction of people um to me it's very important how how I am in the world and who I am in the world and no matter where I am I want to be a certain certain way I want to be open and listening and um, treating people the way I want to be treated and um, I think if we if we look we can we can see so many so many things um, to give you an example um, Somebody on New Year's was telling me a story where she almost um, started a fire in her house. And then um, the firefighters came. It was already put out. Thanks God. It didn't, nothing, nothing severe happened. But as she was telling me the story, um, there was just so much kindness that the firefighter also offered her in that moment where she was very scared. Um, And so I think um, there there was a connection in that moment, and I was like, "Wow, that's beautiful." And I actually started writing some notes, and um, I made a little song about it um, because it's kind of the little moments where we're maybe in a fragile moment, and it's amazing how how people we can all relate to that. It's a story of an individual, but we all know what that means to be in a fragile place. Um, So is that how you compose and write your music? I know talking to a lot of creative people, they have their own process. So the example of the lady in the fire in New Year's is a good example. Apparently you must have made notes. Is that how you go through the process of composing and writing your own music? Or can you give us a short rundown of exactly how you do sure. that? Yeah, there, there there are sometimes different ways. I generally always have a notebook with me because just just in case I, something comes up or I, I I can write something down when I when I feel some kind of words that are important. But sometimes um, um, probably uh, a lot of times I, I write the lyrics first. And I also, sometimes it's like you have thought about a theme for a long time and it comes to fruition and I sense like, okay, it's ready to be written down and I will sit down and um, write. I've always been a very intuitive writer, so uh, a lot of times I will sit down and have really some quiet time and uh, write um, 
the lyrics and then sometimes I would lay them aside and maybe brush them up a little later. But a lot of times for me, the lyrics come first. And So do you do that I, every day? I do not do that every day. No. Okay. Um, okay. I have phases where I write a lot and then I have phases where I maybe don't write at all. Yeah, and I do that too. I I think that's completely fine. The first time it happened, I think um, when I was a teenager, like for 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 three months, there was nothing really coming, and I was like, oh my god, maybe I will never write again. <laughs> and then you kind never. of understand that there are different phases, and it's totally okay to take that break. And um, because because for me, it's also like. It's it's a it's it's a channel it's a connection I make and uh, sometimes sometimes I mean uh, uh, and th- there are there are a couple of different ways so some, sometimes I, one one day I woke up uh, I was taking a nap and I woke up and hearing hearing a sound and I was like wow there's really cool music playing in the radio and I, then oh, I realized no, no really? it was playing in my head oh. and then I sat down at the piano I was like well I don't have any lyrics but let's see what's coming and the lyrics just came with it. So that can happen too. There are many oh. different ways how creativity unfolds itself. It's a it's a whole universe when you tap into it. But at the same time, whenever I took a break and I would come back to it, I was like, oh wow, I think I just jumped to another level. Something happened. I, 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 I understand. I understand how the energy works a little bit more. How the creative energy comes and. Um, What's very interesting and what's probably, um, um, like, the, there are really also, like, different, or the way I describe it, it's kind of almost like you have a seat at the beginning, you start writing, and uh, for me that was when I was 12 years old because I listened to a radio interview and somebody said, like, oh, I was 12 years old when I was uh, first writing songs. And I was like, oh, I guess it's time I should start writing. So that was, like, an impulse for me to start the seat. But then you have to water it, you have to nurture it, it becomes a tree. And then uh, you think you're not ready because suddenly the kind of some birds are coming along and they're nesting in the tree. And then the next thing you know, it's like a landscape <laughs> unfolds and then the sky and the water and the sun and the moon. And it's like you're tapping into all kinds of different ways how it comes to you. And um, uh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, and I'm still learning. I mean, uh, it's there's 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 so much more um, where I'm each time I'm thinking like, wow, there's so much more that I understand now than I understand maybe ten years ago. But there is always something new happening. Um, but uh, just to come back to the process, also um, when I once 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 very often, then I take the lyrics and I read through the lyrics. I really listen to the rhythm of the words into my inner self, and then I kind of may sit down with the piano or with the guitar, and sometimes I just um, maybe fool around, I experiment uh, with whatever, play myself free, and it's more the practice, um, which I have done And when I came to the United States. I have done a lot more practicing of of improvising, being in the moment, allowing the creative energy to take over and not to try to make something or not to try to force something or not to try to control it, to really let it happen. 
And that is something that uh, is, for me, has become the most important piece to practice rather than practicing the songs over and over and over again. That is the most important practice for me today, actually. And then I see what comes and um, and what I, I can sense it when something comes and like, yes, these are the this is the right music for for this this story here. You know what though, Uli, that's an acquired skill. Don't you think? I mean, it's so hard for aspiring songwriters out there to ebb and flow with the intuitive, creative part and the spiritual part. You know, and I know you told me that you've even stopped writing for about six to nine months just to get away from it. And I think there's such a sense of urgency to aspiring songwriters or anybody out there with a creative vein that if we don't get it the first time, we're going to lose it forever. The first idea? Yeah. I mean, don't you think it's like if you don't, you, the, you this apprehensiveness when you're first starting out to be a songwriter or something like that, you feel like you have to push through it to get it, and that's the complete opposite of what I've found seems to work in when you connect all three elements of spirituality, creativity, and empathic thoughts. It's... um. It seems like a paradox, but it's kind yeah. of um, it's kind of and and I think I think in our in our society we, we we live or even within ourselves we live with contradiction where something sometimes like our life is very full of like let's get this done, let's get a result, um, and we kind of don't care so much how we get there. But I think when we pay attention to how we get there, what's what's happening, the result will just come. But it's hard to trust that because yeah. that means we kind of go on an unknown path, which is one of the other songs, Trust the Unknown, which describes that a little bit. And it's kind of like, I mean, I made the experience and I, I kind of experimented a lot where I was, for example, I was kind of like first when I was playing piano, I was like, okay, I will have a few rules. I'm really afraid of playing the piano and hitting wrong keys. And I will just tell myself and I will imagine that there are no wrong notes. There is nothing that sounds bad. If it's dissonant, it's just the expression of chaos. It's fine. And besides that, I will also pretend... I will pretend that my hands actually already know what, what to play. That's such good advice. Uli, that's amazingly simple, but yet so profound. You know what? We only have about two or three minutes left. I want to play one more excerpt from your debut CD, Without Reason, and I want to play the track, The Same Name, Without Reason. But quickly, can you tell us where we can find you, what gigs you've got going on, and where they can buy your CD? Well, if you um, Google Uli Music, U-L-L-I Music, or if you go to the website, it's Uli, U-L-L-I Music.com, you can find a link there for uh, CD Baby. You can also go to CD Baby and um, 
find um, my album there. If you if you look at if you Google then from that website Uli and without reason, um, I have a next gig coming up on March first at Revolver at three seven six nine North Damon, and um, there will be some special guests from Germany, Neo Neo. And they are also a great band, and um, that's um, where you can also find uh, new updates um, on anything that's coming soon. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and shout out to all our listeners in Germany that are listening to Uli today. I appreciate you so much. For joining us on air, I want to say those gigs, the gig that she was talking about is in Chicago, Illinois. And thank you again, Uli. I'm going to play without reason and listen closely to the words. She has such great advice and haunting lyrics to teach us what true spirituality looks like to her. Bless you. Well, thank you so much, Jillian, for doing this interview with me. I really appreciate it so much. You're welcome. So let's take a listen to Without Reason. <laughs> 